Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on the show, and this is the first show of 2024. And, you know, once a month on the first Thursday of the month, I always give away a free session valued at $250, and it's an hour with me. And you know, I'm a buffet of psychicness, so we can talk about medical stuff. We can talk to your deceased loved ones. I can scan your pets. We can do past life stuff. We can do spirit guides, angels, whatever you want to talk about. And normally in the hour that I have with clients, we do a multitude of things. So I just say up front, okay, tell me what you want to talk about. And then we just go boom, 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 and cram as much into that hour. So stay tuned because I'm going to announce the free session winner a little bit later in the show. Hope you all had a wonderful holiday. It was very busy around here. I had two formal dinner parties, one with 14 and one with eight the following night with the good china and the crystal and the silver and the whole nine yards. And we had company in from out of town. My brother and sister-in-law from Chicago came in and Jonathan, his majesty, and his wife, Mallory, our son, Jonathan, was in. So it was just wonderful. We had a ball. Hope your holiday was good too. All righty, Chris, let's see who our first caller is. Hi, Kim. Hi, how are you? I'm terrific. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. You bet. Where are you located? I'm in Exton, Pennsylvania. Okay, where's that? Um, right outside Chester County, like uh, maybe uh, 45 minutes from Lancaster. Okay, terrific. Well, yeah. welcome. Do you have a call? You have a question for me? I do. So I have a question about my son, Jude, who is eight years old. Mm -hmm. Um, I think okay. he, he's definitely spiritually connected um, through stories and instances that he's had at night when he wakes up in the morning. But on the other side, he also has a, um, a learning disability with severe like working memory issues. So he's in second grade, but he's a non-reader and non-writer. So I'm wondering if this is somehow connected. Um, I can give stories of like things that he said to us that, like, that we know he, spiritually things he's revealed to us um if you want me yeah, to go please into do please okay um so my his great-grandparents he's always had a connection to them he would wake up when he was like five years old and would tell us stories about them and they passed away when he was only nine months old and oh. he would tell us vivid memories of them um just this week he woke up and said Papa Bud had the best singing voice. I can't believe he got to sing at your wedding, sitting next to Mama Mary in that wheelchair. And my um, husband's grandfather sang Danny Boy at our wedding. 
and we never showed him pictures or told him. And then about two years ago, um, my husband's dad passed away unexpectedly. Um, and the kids were with him when they found him, but they didn't see any of it. They were in the car and it was so unexpected. We didn't know where to bury him because there was no plans. And Jude woke up one morning and said, don't worry. I know where to bury grandpa. We'll bury him with Maggie. And so we were all like, who's Maggie? And there's a plot in Virginia and that's where all of his dad's family was buried and their family dog Maggie is buried there and he we didn't know we had to go to the family like my father-in-law's family to say who's Maggie and so we listened and we buried my father-in-law in Virginia because of what was revealed to my son who's only eight um and then our dog died a month later and our dog was very very close with my father-in-law and I was so upset because someone made a comment to me that dogs can't go to heaven. Um, and I was like so upset about this because to me, I want to, when I die, I want to see my dog. And Jude woke up the next day and said, don't worry, um, grandpa and Duke are in heaven. They look like angels, but they still have wings and they're kind of see-through, but they're them. And he's like, they're running through the green pastures and he can vividly tell you what Jesus looks like. And we've never like showed him pictures or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So he's obviously connected and all dogs go to heaven like all people go to heaven too. So whoever told you that is mistaken. They heard that from somebody and they're wrong. It's just, and the, and have you read my book, Angelic Attendance yet, Kim? So I just heard about you yesterday and I've been binge watching all of your videos today. So I'm, I already signed up to get it. Um, So great. Okay. Okay. Well, it, describes how deceased loved ones, spirits, and the spirits of deceased pets are around us as we're transitioning, as we're dying in the dying process. And so, yeah, it's very sweet. I I had a client today that we were talking to her deceased dad, and he was talking about a dog, and and the dog was a beagle, and I think his name was Rufus. And I said, and that's such a random name. You know, it sounds like a dog name, but, but uh, I said, he's talking about a beagle named Rufus. And she goes, that's his dog. I said, all right, there you go. Yeah. So is, is Jude's learning disability? So I've got a couple things I want to mention. First of all, when I'm listening to you, I'm getting information downloaded into my head. Kim, I call it divine downloads. It's God and the angels and your spirit guides and my spirit guides and the whole crew downloading information. And I'm being led to, does that sound Southern enough for you? Being led, they say down here in Alabama, to tell you about the Erlen program. Helen Erlen, I-R-L-E-N, is a woman who about 45 years ago, I think, she was getting her doctor at UCLA, and she discovered that 30% of the population has an issue with processing light okay. properly. It's not a eyeball thing. It's a brain thing. Mm-hmm. I happen to be one of those people. I heard her on a podcast about 10 years ago, driving home from Atlanta back to Birmingham. And I thought, holy Moses, this woman is describing me. Does yeah. Jude seem to be sensitive to light when he goes outside? Does he squint a lot? Does he want sunglasses? Does he, like if there's a bright light, does he turn it off? Does he position himself with his back to the to a bright window? Have you noticed that? 
No, not that I've noticed. He, yeah, I haven't noticed that. I'll have to try and see from now on. Okay. Well, she's got a website. It's called Erlen, I-R-L-E-N.com. And if okay. you go on the homepage there, Kim, there on the homepage, there are a bunch of different colored sunglasses up at the top of the page. And if you click on the different colors, it will change the color of the home screen. Play with that with Jude. See if one color makes a difference than another. I'm getting that if you get Kim tested, mm-hmm. that the Erlen method and how they correct this is with colored lenses. Wow. My color's aqua. I have aqua transparencies on my laptop, on my Kindle, on my iPad, on my desktop, mm. all of it. I have glasses and and it helps the brain process more. When I was being tested, they sat me under this really bright ring of uh, like string of lights. Okay. um, Like floodlights. And it was so bright. It was so uncomfortable for me. I thought, I'm going to throw up (laughs) if this woman doesn't stop with these lights. I thought I would be an awful spy. They just have to shine me under, shine bright lights at me and I'd tell them whatever they wanted. Anyways, um, she had me read a paragraph and I was skipping words in the paragraph. And she said, you're just really smart. So you're getting the gist, but you're skipping words. And then she had me read this block of numbers, Kim, and I was mm-hmm. skipping numbers. And she said, how were you in math? I said, I wasn't very good. I understood it when the teacher did it, did the problem. But then for me to recall how to do it, I didn't, I didn't remember how to do it. Yeah, I'm getting that's what's going on with Jude. So that would be my first line with him. It's fixable. I have so many clients whose children they all said they had learning disabilities. It's they got ADD, they got whatever, and they were tested for the Erlen syndrome. And guess what? They got them glasses with these colored lenses in them, and voila, wow. the problem went away. So okay, yeah. I'm being he is like, in special ed. he is in special ed now. Um, yeah. And we're in the process of like further testing. So that's good to know because we're trying to decide if he needs to get have a special school or not. I would get him tested, Erlen, I-R-L-E-N.com. I will. The other, thing, the other thing, too, that's really interesting about this is I have a mom who told me recently that her little boy, who's, I think, seven, they forgot his glasses. They were on their way to school. He had his mom turn around and go get his glasses because it made such a difference for him. Wow. Yeah. So give that a try. I think also that his intuitive abilities are being enhanced because he's ha- he's utilizing those instead of just all of his regular uh, skill sets, which okay. I think are there and I think they're normal, but mm-hmm. I think this is helping enhance his intuitive abilities. So look up my children's books, Angel Messages, for kids, for okay. dogs, for cats, and for truth. And it will help you have the conversation about how does he know about his grandparents and his great grandparents? How does he know about the dog? How's this information coming to him? And it's their picture books. So the illustrations are beautiful, but I think they can help the conversation a lot. Okay, perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. Let me know what happens and I'll share it with everybody. Okay. Thanks for having me. You bet. Bye, Kim. Bye. Hi, Stephen. Hi, Julie. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. Terrific. How are you? Where are you? 
I'm great. Uh, Thanks. Where are you located? Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, the Queen City. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Well, terrific. Got a question for me? I do. I do. So off and on for the past 15 years, I would say I've, I've dealt with debilitating anxiety and depression. Um, I was raised in a, in a Christian, very strong Christian, uh, family, um, took that faith on myself, uh, but went through a, a time of deconstruction, uh, from that over the years. And specifically the anxiety and depression has had a lot of, um, fear of the afterlife hellish stuff because I started spiritually seeking and started getting into NDEs and I would come across really hellish NDEs and that would really kind of just do me in. And, um, um, I I try to get past that, but I'm just, uh, I I still have a hard time that those, those, um, NDEs and some of the things I've heard other people's experiences, just still sit there in my brain. I'm like, well, what if, what if I did read your book, Angelic Attendance, and that, that was a big help. So I thank you for that. Um, my question, I guess, is if you could do like, a scan maybe of me and see, I'm just really curious if this is, is this just something wrong with my brain uh, or is what is the root of this? I've been just kind of chasing after healing on for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Well, it's all based on what you learned as a child. You know, we are are taught by adults, whether they be parents or grandparents or teachers or whomever, about certain things that they believe. And it's all based in fear, obviously. And fear is used to control the masses. We certainly saw that during the pandemic within the last few years. And people did yeah. bizarre stuff because they were so afraid and they were listening to somebody who was a so-called authority telling them to do something. And it just didn't make any sense, but they were doing it anyway. So first of all, all spirits are pure love. That's been my experience in doing this work for 30 years. I've heard that thousands and thousands and thousands of times from spirit. All spirit is pure love. And interestingly enough, as you read in my book, in the first chapter, the whole reason I wrote that book was because my main spirit guide, Pope Clement VI, asked me to write it because the whole death process and the heaven and hell thing has been so bastardized over all of the millennia and used to control the masses. And it's just not true. And people are so afraid to die. And it's crazy. It's glorious. There's nothing to be afraid of. Right. Here's my take on that. Here's my take on the um, indie ears who perceive hell. That has to do with their beliefs and what they need to perceive in that NDE. When they go through an NDE, it's a different experience than the phases of transition. And I think that's where we get hung up. The phases of transition are when somebody's dying. An NDE is a glimpse of the afterlife that's being processed through their belief system. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I have never, ever, ever heard from anybody who's a end-of-life caregiver, whether they be in an ICU or a CCU or surgery or an emergency room or hospice or death doulas or 
anybody like that ever. I have never heard of anybody in the dying process when they're seeing visions of deceased loved ones and pets and Jesus and angels and stuff like that. It's comforting. When they see things that are upsetting, they're hallucinating. There's a very big difference between hallucinating and visioning. So I think that's a thing to hang on to in the medical community. And Chris Kerr, Stephen, K-E-R-R, he's an MD, PhD, he's a doctor, doctor. If you go back in my library and you find Chris Kerr, MD, if you just Google Julie Ryan, Chris Kerr, okay. you will see that episode. Listen to that episode. We talk about that at length. And okay. he says, in the medical community, when they're seeing something that's upsetting, they're hallucinating. End of life visions are comforting. So does that okay. help? That definitely helps. Yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. You are so welcome. Happy New Year. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Happy New Year. Thank you. Hi, Ching. Hi, Julie. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm wonderful. Happy New Year to you. Please Thank tell everybody you. where you're located. I am in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Okay, near Boston. Yes. Yeah, terrific. You got a question for me? Yes, I was wondering if you could do a medical scan for my father. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where is he, Chang? Uh, so he is in Taiwan. So Taipei, okay. Taiwan. All right. Terrific. And what's going on with him? Um, so he had a comprehensive, oh, so he is 81 years old and he had a comprehensive mm -hmm. uh, physical examination this past summer. But because of his age, he couldn't do um, an upper GI endoscopy, also the colonoscopy because of his age. Um, so it turns out that um, he didn't have, like, it's nothing critical from the examination um, except for hearing loss, glaucoma, and then he is high risk for cardio cardiovascular disease, and then he also has GERD. So, um, okay. so I've been hearing from him, like, at least a couple of times that um, he has had diarrhea, like, you know, a few days, um, like at least two times within the past, um, like six months. So I was wondering if, mm -hmm. um, if there's anything that we need to pay attention to, or maybe bring him to see a doctor for that. Okay. All right. Let me, I'm going to get him on my radar. I'm going to connect into you yeah. and go from you to Taipei okay. and hook into your dad. And then I'm going to ask his permission if I can scan mm -hmm. him. Okay. And if he says, yes, I will. And if he says, no, I won't, but we okay. can still talk to his spirit. Yeah. So everybody that's listening, if you haven't been on the show before and, and heard how this works is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, out of Alabama. It's going to go really far to Taiwan. I'll watch it go across the U.S. and then go across the Pacific and hook into your dad in Taiwan. And then I'll have a hologram of him in my mind's eye. And then I'll 
envision shooting energy into him, Chang, mm -hmm. and it'll be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT yeah. scan or an MRI. So I want you to envision everything I describe and everybody else listening envision the same thing because then it's like there's a lot of prayer being said for him. We're all working together to heal, mm -hmm. to send a healing to him when we all are focused on the same thing. So here we go. So I'm going to bounce from Birmingham. Here comes my laser beam up to you in Massachusetts. Got you bouncing back over heading west. All right, it's gonna take me a second just to get to Taiwan. All right, where it's like those apps, you know, where you see a plane flying. I'm watching the line, and it's it's over Arizona. It's going <laughs> over California now, and then heading across the Pacific. Okay, all right, got your dad. So, Dad, is it okay if I may I have your permission? I'm talking to Ching. May I have your permission to scan you, see what's going on with your gut? He said, please do. Good job, Chang. Did you line that up with him? Um, no. In my mind. <laughs> and your mind. Good job. Telepathic. All right. So shooting energy from his feet up through the top of his head. He has yeast overgrowth, Chang. And it's probably from some kind of medication that he's oh. been on okay. or... Uh, a lot of times if there's a mold issue in his home or mm -hmm. or someplace where he goes a lot, is is he still working? Does he go to an office? No, he's retired. Okay. All right. So that's what's happening. What I'm doing is I'm clearing out the yeast out of his system. Mm -hmm. He has what's known as leaky gut. Oh. So here's some pointers. Have him stay low on the food chain. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, have him do his best to avoid it. If mm -hmm. he's going to eat, does he eat a typical Asian diet? Does he eat like a lot of white rice and stuff like that? Um, he is vegetarian and he okay. he has cut down rice for quite a while. Okay. And he doesn't it, here, eat sweets. Okay. If he wants to eat rice, it's okay. But here's mm -hmm. a trick. Have him freeze it, have him cook it or get it yeah. cooked already, freeze it mm -hmm. and then reheat it. And then it's it's what's called a non-resistant starch and it doesn't it won't spike his blood sugar. Mm -hmm. So okay. that'll help with that. So have him do that. Have him avoid things that are refined. He sounds like he's doing that anyways. Have him avoid fermented foods. Wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, all that kind of stuff because his gut's a fermentation factory right now. So you want to have him avoid anything that's fermented. If he's going to eat fruit, Chang, have him peel it because there's lots of yeast on the peel of fruit. Mm -hmm. I don't expect him to peel a blueberry or a grape, but certainly, you know, other kinds of fruit. That okay. like an apple, a peach, a pear, a plum. I, do they have special fruit in Taiwan that we don't have here? Uh, I I guess, but there's some. Um, yeah, like uh, dragon fruit. Yeah, but you can get that here now. Yeah, at Whole Foods, or I mean, or Chinese supermarkets. Yeah, yeah, they have they have it in um, Publix and Sprouts down here in the south. Oh, so. Yeah, how about that? But I know what that is. But anyways, have him peel it if he's going to okay. eat fruit. Mm -hmm. Have him freeze and reheat leftovers yep. because yeast gets on leftovers in the fridge overnight. 
And you think of yeast and mold as nature's garbage disposal. It makes things disintegrate, all right, decompose and disintegrate. So there's that. And then I would have him do the gut biome test, Ching. Mm-hmm. Go to Viome, V-I-O-M-E dot com and use Julie Ryan all together, Julie Ryan as one word at checkout. And he will get, I think it's 60% off. Mm-hmm. My team has negotiated a really good discount. That's going to tell him here are his superfoods, here are the foods for him to avoid, here's everything else. And then lastly, I does he speak English? Yes. Okay. I would do a consult and you may want to be on the phone with him with Dr. Maria Amasanti. Uh-huh. It's A-M-A-S-A-N-T-I. Mm-hmm. Put D-R-A-M-A-S-A-N-T-I. And we'll put it in the show notes.com, drmasanti.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's the goddess of the gut. She will help him get his gut fixed in short order. Okay. So that'll all help. Other than that, I think he looks good. His spirit's in his body and yeah, he looks good. All right. Well, I hope he's feeling better. Thanks for calling in. Thank you very much. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing. They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer for just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. All righty. We each week pick a question that somebody has submitted online. And this week's question comes from Albin from Essen, Germany. And he says, hi, Julie. I often talked with my late father about spirit when he was alive, but he didn't believe anything I said. He was an engineer and kept saying, spirit doesn't exist. I'm wondering what he thinks now. Thanks and all the best to you in 2024, Albin. So here's my response. Hi, Albin. To get some information for you, I energetically connected to you and from you to your dad. His spirit came right in. Our heads are like big satellite dishes and they receive and they transmit frequencies. So to get in touch with any spirit, all you have to do is think of them and boom, that turns your satellite dish head to their frequency and you can talk to them. And I just said that in my blog. So to connect with any spirit, just think of them that tunes your satellite dish head to their frequency and opens a communication channel. And then I have in parentheses, All spirits keep the same personal frequency throughout all of their lifetimes. And you don't have to have known a spirit to, when they were alive, to communicate with them. I mean, you want to talk to anybody, whether you knew them or not is irrelevant. Just think of them, that connects you to their their frequency. I went on to say, I then told your father you were interested in knowing what he thinks about spirit now that he's in heaven. He chuckled, his dad chuckled and said, Quote, it's been an enlightening journey 
an indescribable journey and an experience unlike anything he had ever imagined, end quote. Your dad said his fear of an of an afterlife in case it was something bad was what kept him from wanting to discuss it. He also said he hid <laughs> his word behind his linear thinking mind. It was a good excuse to change the subject. Your father said he wants you to know it's beyond glorious in heaven. He's around you a lot and he likes your new red car. Do you have a new red car? For more information about how to communicate with your dad, please check out my book, Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens As We Transition From This Life Into the Next, and my online Angels and Enlightenment training. They'll help you get really good at communicating with your dad and anyone else you wish to connect. So there you go. Albin, great question. I loved it. And I hope I hope you got a new red car. Let me know and I'll let everybody else know that's listening. Hi, Brenda. Hey, Julie. How are you, my girl? I'm doing pretty good. Got a little cold right now, but other than that, I'm okay. I'm sorry. Be healed. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll zap on you. Where are you located? I'm located in St. Mary's, Georgia. Okay, terrific. Got a question for me other than you want your cold gone? <laughs> well, I, I'd really like something else gone. My husband passed away about four months ago. And right before he Aww. passed away, I got this rash. And it's little bumps all over my body. And it, it's just like crazy. And I've been to two doctors, a regular doctor and a dermatologist. And they can't seem to help me. And I was just wondering if oh, maybe no. you could help me. Yeah, absolutely. Have you been on any antibiotics or steroids or anything like that recently, Brenda? Before Not the rash it. started? No. Mm -mm. Okay. And what have the doctors said? Well, they said it wasn't shingles, and uh, the dermatologist said that if it a little bump come up, to go back to her so she could draw some stuff out, but it doesn't really come up in a bump. It kind of comes up and then gets a scab on it, but it just, it's just like crazy. And I have it on oh, my legs, my arms, my back. <laughs> it's just kind of all over Ooh. me. I know. It almost it's sounds different. like a some kind of poison ivy or poison oak or something. I know, but I haven't been around anything. I don't go out much, okay. yeah. especially in the cold. You haven't been out rolling around in the dirt or no. in the, like the flower beds <laughs> or anything? Earth, you know, trying to howl at the moon or something. All right. Let me get you on my radar and we'll see okay. what's going on. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading next door to Georgia. All right. Got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Okay. I can see that. It is some kind of, uh, I get that it's some kind of a uh, um, poison something, something that you've been exposed to. Let me, what I'm doing is I'm forcing it out of the top of your head. I just learned, I didn't know this, Brenda, but I just learned that cashews are part of the poison ivy family. Did you know oh, that? really? No, and I have been eating I, cashews. <laughs> so stop eating cashews. Maybe you're the reason why I just learned that. Like in the past 24 hours, I've wow. learned that. And I thought, what? Yeah, it's a, they're beans. 
And they're part of the poison ivy family. Yeah. <laughs> my, my hairdresser, I got to tell you a funny story about that. My hairdresser one time, we were talking about, but such and such, it's all natural. She goes, yeah, but poison ivy is all natural too. You're not going to wash your hair with it. Wow, that's like, oh, that's true. So, so I would lay off the cashews. Okay. I, I would do the vinyl. Before, but... Okay. I would, I would. Uh, do the Viome test, V-I-O-M-E dot com. Use okay. Julie Ryan at checkout. It's a poop test. You do it at home. You don't need a doctor's order. And you send it in. Sounds disgusting, and it is. But it's easy to do, and the package is pretty cool. And then you send it in, and it's going to tell you the status of your gut. That's what's out of whack. And okay. that's, that's always the root cause of rashes if it's not some kind of topical thing, like you've been exposed to poison ivy or poison right. ivy. But that's what it looks like to me, is it is looks it like some to, kind of... She thought I might be allergic to something, but I haven't changed anything like detergent or anything. So I don't know. Yeah. It's internal. It's internal. So okay. the other thing is Dr. Amasanti, dr a-M-A-S-A-N-T-I.com. I would do a consult with her. Look in my show notes. You'll see her website in my show notes, Brenda. She'll be able to reverse engineer this and help you be able to figure out what's going on with that. She, quercetin in the meantime, Q-U-E-R-C-I-T-A-N, I think, quercetin. It's a... You can get it at the store, you okay. know, with all the vitamins and minerals. That's a natural uh, antihistamine, anti-inflammatory. You may want to get some of that. I, I order mine from Amazon, but oh, okay. you may want to get some of that and see if that helps calm it down a little right. bit. So I hope I that helps. What I did in the meantime was I forced, it looks like a liquid. I forced it out of your body out of the top of your head. And then I put stem cell energy, I, spirit working through me and with me to facilitate right. healing. I, I, I slathered you with stem cell energy, which is a light amber color with sparkles. And it reminds me of Dippity Doo. Do you remember Dippity Doo uh, back I in the do. day? I <laughs> I used it as a teenager. <laughs> so imagine being slathered in Dippity Doo. That's what it looked like. And then there was a vortex spinning above your head, beneath your feet, on either side of you, front and behind, all spinning concurrently to help heal all that rash. Well, thank so I you. hope that helps. I you really are so welcome. It. Thank you. I hope you feel better. You thank bet. Bye bye. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Great name. Yes. I love your name. Where are you? You look like you're out in outer space on the space station. I couldn't get a normal background, so I'm like, I have to go with this one. Um, it's I'm beautiful. Mechanics- oh, thank you. I'm in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. Two PA girls calling in tonight. Yep. Not far from Exton. Yeah. Great. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, my husband died just about a year ago, uh, December 29th of 2022. And uh, we had his funeral on his 60th birthday, which is coming up uh, January 13th. And Uh I was, he was in the hospital for 54 days. Um, He had a stem cell transplant that went wrong. And I was just wondering what, 
what message does he have for me? What's his first name? Tony. Tony. All right. He's right on your right side. That's where they always come in. Then they stand on your right side. So, Tony, what do you want Julie to know? You're Julie, not me. The other Julie. Uh, what do you want her to know? Do whatever you need to do for the ceremony to give you and the family comfort. He's around you. Where he is in heaven is glorious. It, it Think of this. You do it for him, but it's really he wants you to do what's going to give you comfort. So anything you want to do, he's game for it. He will be there. He's saying he's going to be sitting right next to you holding your hand the whole time. He's saying that when you have people come up to you and tell you stories, just let them sink in. And if and don't worry about your makeup. You're beautiful, but you're probably naturally beautiful too. But he's saying, don't worry about your makeup. He's saying, you may not even want to wear eye makeup to the funeral if you think you're going to cry. But he's saying, you know, just do whatever you want to do that you think he'd enjoy. And by doing that, it's going to bring comfort to you. Does that help? Okay. Are you are you well, threatened we about what to do? We already had We had it. Okay. So it's been a year. Okay. So I think I maybe misguided you with the question because his birthday's coming up. We had his funeral a year ago. So oh, I okay. I thought you were having his funeral now. No, yeah. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, no, that's all right. Are you doing a memorial service on his birthday or something special for him on his birthday? Uh, my, two of my sisters are coming into town. And then okay. also, I plan to have him buried at Arlington. Oh, wow. So that's his funeral, too. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Everything I told you. Do what comforts you. Do what you think he'd enjoy. And then that's going to help you feel better. Anything you think he'd enjoy, it's going to help you. And is so he, that makes sense. Is he fine? Is yeah. he happy? Is he with our oh, yeah. dog? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's with all your deceased loved ones. He's with all of his deceased loved ones. He's saying, he's talking about something about a, flow, a flower. Do you know somebody named Flower? Does he talk? He's talking about, I heard the word flower. What's going on with the flower? Is it a per he's saying I'm with flower. Was flower a pet or a flower? I don't know. Flower. No. It may it may not make sense to you right now, Julie, but it may make sense later if you think about it, and or it may make sense to you in the future. Okay. That happens a lot. They'll give us some name and then we'll say, Well, that doesn't mean anything to me. And then they'll find out. Here's a great example. On one of my lives a few months ago, we were talking with a woman and her, I guess, deceased mother, I think. And she said, Yeah, all the pets are with me, even the monkey. And her daughter, who, you know, was on my live, she said, the monkey? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, during the break, Julie, she called her aunt. And her aunt said that the woman that lived next door to her, their grandmother had a pet monkey that lived in the house with them. And all oh. the kids used to go over and play with it. And so there's something with flower. It's going to come to you, flowers and animal. Flower's a dog. He's showing me a picture of a dog. Looks like some kind of a spaniel kind of a dog. Ooh. 
like a King right. Charles Spaniel or somebody like that. And its name was Flower. Huh. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to ask about that. Yeah. And when are you going to, when are you going to take him to Arlington? Uh, I just got the approval that he's qualified, you know, qualifies to go, but we don't have a date yet. It takes 16 months. Oh my. All right. Well, that's what he's talking about. He's talking okay. about that funeral that's in the future. So he's going to be right there with you. For those of you that are listening that are outside of the U.S., Arlington is the military cemetery that that military veterans who've passed. And it's really a huge honor to be buried in Arlington. That's where President Kennedy is buried. And, you know, it's it's a very, very special place. So yeah. how wonderful that well, you're going to you. get to do that. Yeah. You bet. Okay. Take care. You too. Hi, Julie. Hi, Dana. Hi. <laughs> How are you? How are you, my girl? I'm good. Oh, terrific. You. Thank you. Nice to see you again. Thank you. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in Wisconsin. Okay. Terrific. How are things up there? Cold. <laughs> we haven't had a it's lot of snow, here. but now it's getting cold. So. Yeah, it's cold down here. It's up here. <laughs> I know it. It's been in the 30s here at night. Yeah. That's cold for the deep south. I'm yeah. sure. How are your pansies holding out? <laughs> My pansies are um, looking a little peaked, actually, but it's 60 during the day. So it's 30 at night and it's 60 during the day. So, yeah. you know, they get warmed up. It's usually when they stay frozen. Is when we get into trouble. But yeah. thank you for asking about my pansies. Speaking well, of flowers, I remember you talking about those. So, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um, my question today is: In March of 2022, I had a retinal tear in my right eye that oh, was repaired, uh -huh. and then in March of last year, 2023, it seemed like I might have had a tear again in the eye. After getting an examined again, um, I was told that the cataract in that eye had grown, and that can happen because of trauma to the eye. And I qualified for both of my eyes to have cataract surgery. So in mm -hmm. August of the uh, last year, I had my right eye done, and then three weeks later, I had my left eye done. And then about mid-November, I noticed in my right eye that I had like a film over it again. So I contacted the doctor who did the surgery and they said, oh, that's normal. A lot of times scar tissue can form behind the cataracts and it's just a simple laser and we can get rid of it. However, when he was examining my right eye, he said, what happened is the scar tissue from the retinal tear that was repaired had detached and was still attached to the retina. I had to go see a retinal specialist. There's nothing he could do. So a week later, I saw the retinal specials. He goes, well, the good news is it fully detached. So that way it's not at least pulling on the retina, but it might dissipate, it might not. So I'm very disappointed because I feel like I had cataract surgery for nothing, you know, um, because this eye is really bad again. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, you know, if they could, if they could zap the scar tissue that would have been behind the cataracts, why can't they zap this scar tissue that came from the retina? So I don't know. 
Okay. Let me get it on my radar. Let me get you, let me get your eyeball on my radar <laughs> and we'll see. We'll see what's going on with your eye. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama heading up to you in Wisconsin. Got you. It's in your right eye. Looks to me like the vision is cloudy in the lower right quadrant. Is that what you're seeing? Yes. <coughs> and so, Excuse me. you know, okay. I, I got glasses for like up close reading, but it doesn't help. Yeah. You know, when you have that film, yeah. it's not going to help if you get glasses when you have a film. Right, right. So, you know, when, Dana, when you get a new cell phone and it comes with the plastic cover on the screen and you got to peel it off. That's what I'm watching happen. I'm watching that get peeled off of that lower quarter of that right eye. And then in the meantime, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go and we're gonna remove that scar tissue. Scar tissue in the eye and throughout most of the body looks like, imagine kind of a fibrous material. It reminds me of a spider web like a spider web strand, but it's thicker, it's more fibrous. And so I'm watching it get pulled out. And imagine that we grabbed a spider web and we pulled it all out at one time. That's what it looks like to me. There are strands that are coming out. Sometimes scar tissue can be in a blob, but yours is yours is coming out in strands. So I'm watching that get removed. I'm watching stem cell energy go in behind the cataract on that retina. Light amber colored gel, sparkles, dippity-doo, watery gel, centrifuge. There's a vortex spinning in front of your eye. We're going to replace that that uh, new interocular lens that was put in when you had the cataract surgery too. So I'm, I'm watching the lens that was put in in your last surgery, get removed. I'm watching another one get put in. It looks like a contact lens, mm. basically. And then there's one little stitch on the outside corner of your eye that I'm watching. And there's a vortex that's spinning outside of your eye. And that is going to regenerate your whole eye. Now, what I'm doing is I'm lighting up your eyes because they sometimes one can be up a little higher than the other one. It's it's pretty funny <laughs> how this works. It reminds me of back in the day when headlights needed to be adjusted in the car. Sometimes you you had your head one headlight was up higher than another one. Oh yeah. So I watch I watch an actual uh, contractor's leveler that they'll put on a board to make sure it's level, and I'm watching that get put it over the bridge of your nose and I'm watching the eyes get lined up with that leveler so that you're seeing clearly. So hopefully that will help. Are yeah. you going to need, is Dana going to need more surgery on that eye? I get it may be a laser thing, but it's uh, what the word I heard was it's a minute surgery. It's not like a big full-blown something, something, but okay. they're going to be able to fix it and okay. you'll get all your vision back. Yeah, how it was described to me is when they when they repaired the retina, it's like putting super glue down to the eye. So yeah. it's still considered a tear, even though they kind of like right. repaired it that way. So it, it, it was interesting to hear all of this. But anyway, well, thank you so much. You are welcome. Did they put did they put the gas bubble behind the retina while it was healing? 
That's that's very common that they'll put a gas bubble in the eye and then it dissipates over time and and it helps the retina form properly as it's healing. I don't know. Does that ring a bell? No. No. Good. Okay. Well, I, as I'm looking through your eyes from the back of your head and I'm looking from behind out through your eyes themselves, you got clear vision. Yay. Yeah. I'm so, so I happy. hope it helps. This, this will integrate this healing. It's already happened on the energetic level, Dana, and then it'll integrate into your body. That's how all these energetic healings work. And that can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care like surgery or whatever. But certainly it's always our spirit's prerogative to utilize a healing in a way that's going to best facilitate whatever it is we're exploring in this lifetime. And you know as well as anybody, no doctor, no healer like me, no medical provider heals anybody else. We all heal ourselves. That incision that was made to put that new interocular lens in there, in your eye, there was probably one little stitch that was put in there to hold it in place. That's pretty common. Well, the doctor doesn't make your eye heal. You make your own eye heal. So these visualizations that we can do, the body's going to follow what the brain tells it. So keep envisioning clear vision and do, you know, go to the doctor too, but when you envision the clear vision, it's going to help your eye heal. Thank you so much. You're wonderful. You are most welcome. Oh, you too. Happy New Year. Yes, you too. Clear clear skies ahead, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. All righty. So our winner this month is somebody that calls themselves Sharon Donaldson 1080. And she left a review and she said, so much fun listening to Julie's show from five years ago. She's my favorite person in the entire world. Aw. And she she was just as good back then as she is today. This woman is an angel. Well, I'm glad somebody thinks I am. How about that? So Sharon Donaldson, 1080, you are the winner of a free session with me. If you contact us through AskJulieRyan.com, just go on the Ask Julie page and say, hey, I want a free session. And uh, and then my assistant, Rachel, will help you find a, a date on my calendar and your calendar that works together. And I'll be thrilled to get you for a whole hour. And we can talk about whatever you want. If you're interested in being in the the running for a free session, just leave a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can leave a review on YouTube. You can leave a book review on Amazon. Just, you know, for any of my books, if you go to AskJulieRolling.com forward slash books, go to the books tab, leave a review on my books, leave a review on Instagram or Facebook, any one of my social media, anywhere you leave a review, we choose from all of those different places. So if you want to enter the drawing, just leave a review. Hi, Patty. Hi, Julie. How are you? I hope that you had a wonderful Um, year. I did. Wonderful holiday. I hope you did as well. Oh, um, thumbs down. Yeah. Um, Patty from Queens, New York. What happened was yeah. that on Saturday night, uh, after dinner, my heart started to race. And it was very uncomfortable. Usually when it, I haven't 
felt that racing for more than 20 minutes and more than a year and a half at this point. So I went to the hospital. They, I begged them for an IV because I think that um, I was dehydrated. He says, no, you're fine. And they gave me IV anyway. Nothing was wrong. So I came home and I went back to the hospital a half hour later because when I came home, I felt feverish. My temperature was 99.5. When I went back to the emergency room, the nurse says, this is an anxiety attack because your temperature is 98.5. So they gave me a Tylenol and I waited. The doctor said to go home and I didn't want to go home. And then I requested a urine test because they didn't take a urine test. They said the doctor says I didn't need it. Um, but um, after I had the bronchitis, after I took the antibiotics, every so often on and off, I, I felt a burning in my urine. So I said, okay, I, I don't drink enough water. Maybe that's what the problem is. So I asked him to please check my urine and it came back that I had high, high blood cell, white blood cells. Tuesday morning, I woke up with a fever, 100, and my pulse, 100, 114. I went to the emergency room that morning and they said, oh, there's nothing wrong. They checked my urine. My white blood cells went down, so the antibodies I took did, did a great job. But they found that I had high protein in my blood and my urine, which didn't show two days earlier. And they gave me IV mm -hmm. fluids, and now I, I feel better. But Tuesday, I had a hard time peeing after I got the IV. So, you know, I'm still scared if I have high protein in my okay. urine. Okay, so it, so it sounds like you got it. You had a UTI. Did you have, your, have a urinary tract infection, Patty? That's what it sounds like to me. Well, yeah, that as, uh, because it made me realize that I should have said something a few weeks ago. Yeah. No. Let me get you. Yeah, let me get you on my radar, and we'll just we'll just irrigate out your urethra and get you all. Those things are so painful. They are awful. I never those had UTIs. one. Never had one before. Oh. What is oh, it? After I turned just... sixty. Bronchitis, UTI. What is it now? Yeah. Everything I never got before is all coming. Uh, uh, they decided oh, to come geez. now. All right. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Queens. All right. Got you. Shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Yeah. Your bladder still looks inflamed to me. So when I'm, inflammation looks like red fog on body parts. So I'm putting anti inflammation energy on there, which is a royal blue color. You know that you've listened to this show for a long time. And so getting that calmed down. And then what I'm watching is I'm watching, um, there's this, I see this a lot, Patty, and it's like a really thick white salve. Reminds me of the, the um, what's that, Nivea cream in the blue yeah. jar? Yeah, my mom. You know, that's that from really Italy. Thick, my mother had. My mother had it. She, she that, had, yeah, that really thick face cream. Yes, and that's that's coating the inside of your bladder and also your urethra, and you know all those urinary parts. That stuff is great because it has anti-inflammatory properties in it, and it's got some kind of rocket booster fuel in it to heal tender tissues. So I'm watching that. I believe what's going on with you is you're in the cycle of the leaky gut. You take the antibiotics, the antibiotics whack your gut biome, and then 
it whacks your immune system because that's where the immune system's based. And then you get sick again, and then they give you more antibiotics, and then you're just on this hamster wheel. So what I would do is do a consult with Dr. Amasanti again. She's the goddess of the gut. Let's get your gut healthy, Patty. And then what we'll do is that will help your immune system recover and you'll stop getting all these, you know, irritating different illnesses that are just a, a pain yeah. and make you feel badly. That'll help a lot. DrAmasanti.com. Yeah, but you know, um, and she'll be able to about, help you. About spirit is that not, nobody says I needed IV fluid, but something told me I needed IV fluid Saturday night. Oh, good. Right. You followed then, your intuition. Right. And then someone yeah. told me to say something about the urine, found out, then went back to the hospital. Yeah. Why? And then all of a sudden I found that I had high protein, which could be could have been dangerous had, you know, maybe if I didn't do anything about it. And yeah. what does it mean when well, you have and- high, protein, high protein in your blood and urine? What does that mean? Well, you know, you know what, Patty, that bottom line with all of this is follow your intuition. Good for you that you did that because we're the CEO of our bodies and we, we know our bodies better than any doctor or medical provider or healer is ever going to know. So pay attention to those thoughts that come in. I'm so proud of you. You get a standing ovation for that, my girl. Good job. I sure hope you feel better. Happy new year. Thank you. And God bless you. Okay. You too. All righty, everybody. That's it for this week. I appreciate everybody who's called in. If you want to join us, we do this every Thursday night. Just go to AskJulieRyanShow.com and we will get you on and get your questions answered. Sending you lots of love from sweet home Alabama. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at AskJulieRyan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.